following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! Yes, the Retro Network Time Machine is here once again to travel back to our pop culture past. You've got Jason here alongside Mickey. How are you, man? I just told you how it was. I'm tired. Well, they didn't hear that. That was pre-show, man. I know, but I say the same thing every week, but now they should know. I'm just tired. I'm tired, and I'm ornery, and I'm aggravated. But it usually makes for good listening, especially in after hours. Yeah, you you would fit right in as a GM as we get on with the show here. <laughs> uh, just uh, you know, picking all the players night and day on on draft day that would be crazy to be a GM. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun. We are uh, once again sponsored this week by Retro Days, and uh, I got a little inside tip. I know you did too, Mickey. Uh, I think you eventually saw it on Slack from uh, our pal Tony, and uh, we're just going to tease it as uh, this is getting kind of prepped to be released. But uh, some fun stories are ahead in that kind of retro pop culture vein coming from Retro Days uh, in the form of a novel. So this should be really fun. Yep. Um, I'm looking forward to I'm going to wait for the audio book. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Listen to it on the commute. We'll have to put that down. Uh, I'll volunteer, Tony, if you're listening. I'll volunteer to be the... uh, your voiceover guy, if you're you going to do an audio book. You would probably do really well with that. And I would be one hell of a listener. I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Actually, uh, kind of touched my toe back in the radio waters this last week. Fun story. I think I'll save that maybe for after hours because I was really excited to be around a radio station and uh, kind of yuck it up with uh, one of the local jocks here in town. So I'm in that kind of mode right now to yeah let's do some let's do some radio let's do some voiceover work anyway but yeah he did want us to pass that along to our listeners to be on the lookout for that as uh, he's been such a faithful sponsor of the show for a long time and very excited anything that uh, creatively that comes from Tony uh, and this is this is going to be really fun looking forward to it uh, over on Patreon uh, just this last week here you saw. Uh, Gross, Jason Gross, <laughs> my uh, Easter photos there from 1983. I'm not sure if you had a chance to see those yet, Mick. I'm not sure if I saw those yet or not. That's a fun little... And I'm enjoying posting these pictures, like I've said, uh, for our patrons, because it's just a lot of memories. The one next week is probably some of my most treasured photos, and it's me as my childhood home is being built and I have my little plastic wheelbarrow, and I'm going around moving bricks around and kind of standing even before the thing was built. And I tell a little story about uh, my family and how you know, we got to that point. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you'll be able to pull some time somewhere out of your ass if need be to uh, post some more pictures over there because you did some this past week as well, finally. I did. I finally had a few minutes. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at your Easter picture now. (laughs) You look like straight from Miami Vice. Yeah. I was thinking like Roger Moore, James Bond. Well, yeah, but the white sports coat, if you just 
pulled the sleeves up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was 83. I think Miami Vice debuted in 84. So that trend had not quite hit yet where you're pulling uh, the sleeves up. And uh, There's another picture of me kind of right beside there. And I'm wearing socks. So, you know, that was definitely not the Miami Vice look. We needed no socks. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's been really fun to post memories. But you finally posted a picture of your truck, and uh, oh gosh, the the freaking chips bike. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you were you were just styling there, man. What year did Chips debut? Seventy. It's like seventy-seven, maybe seventy-eight. Okay. So that was probably a hand-me-down from my brother, because he was born in seventy. Well, no, he would have he would have been out. He would have outgrown that. I was born in 78, so I guess that was mine. But cooler than that, I'm on a Chips motorcycle, but I'm wearing a Dukes of Hazard t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man, I was looking in the background, and you have just a uh, like a parade of trucks and mm-hmm. fire trucks and all kinds of stuff behind you, all the way that's like wrapped around your wall there. Most of that was Tonka, and we had the fire trucks because Dad was a fireman, of course, but directly over my left shoulder there you'll see a tractor and trailer it's it's hard to see in the picture where it's old but the red trailer has these black lines painted on it it was to mimic like a cattle hauler uh-huh. because we had a farm and dad drove trucks too and you know so a lot of our toys were based on stuff dad did <laughs> mine as well yeah dad worked in heavy construction so naturally i had a lot of tonka trucks dump trucks and graders and loaders now, and as- everything as time would go on, if you look at that picture, those Tonka trucks would be replaced with G.I. Joe vehicles and Masters <laughs> of the Universe stuff. <laughs> so that's where they went. That was uh-huh. the backside of our finished basement. And that whole back room was just my play area. Oh, it was man. nothing but toys and wide yeah. open floor for me to play in. So you can tell it's big enough because I'm riding this bike around in it. <laughs> that, <laughs> like on yeah. bad days, you could still ride in circles inside. Yeah. We had an unfinished basement, so I have pictures. Maybe that's what I'll post next. Of uh, there's me on the steps with my uh, pumpkin that's leading down to the basement, but off to the side you can see my trike, my big hot seat is what it was called, and uh, my John Deere tractor, which I did laps in the basement. You know, all those years I was in that house, so. Yeah, that was that was nice having an unfinished basement that you could truly do laps and something like that, you know. Yeah. So, and I have a picture somewhere too, as as well of uh, me on a huge dirt pile in the backyard, just with all my Tonka trucks and everything. I'll have to fish that one out too. We'll get some playtime photos up there. But uh, just a quick thank you to everybody who was supporting us over there, becoming a VIP of the Retro Network. We sure do appreciate. Uh, your support, and uh, as we get closer here, we've already uh, uh, re-upped our domain costs and all that hosting and all that stuff, and you guys have 100% covered that for us for the year, and our our podcast network over on Transistor, that cost is taken care of. We sure do appreciate it. So, And we're allowing us to uh, actually support some other people on Patreon, which is nice. So that's all I have as far as uh, announcements go. I'm, I'm trying to get Jay Plays Season 2 kicked off here soon. I just have not had the time with uh, other stuff going on around the house and everything. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where to film it because where I filmed it before, my porch has become a patio. And it might be a little bit brighter to <laughs> record out there, but I'll have to figure that out. 
at some point here in the future. But <laughs> let's uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, where are we going this week in the time machine? Well, it's hard to tell because I don't know what years we'll land on. If you're listening to this when it drops, we are two days away from the 2021 NFL Pro Football Draft. So today, Jason and I are each putting our thinking caps on and we're becoming the GMs of brand new football teams and we are going to draft our first five picks each of uh, you know starting our own football teams based on uh, football players from TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell where we'll land. Yeah, it's going to be uh, well, most of mine are 80s, 90s era, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe one later than that. But uh, yeah, kind of in that our sweet spot, in other words. So this is going to be really fun. And I guess we'll have to figure out how to uh, virtually flip a coin here to see who goes first. But let's jump in the time machine and get going. All right, so here we are uh, kind of floating around. We're going to be hovering through time as we uh, pick our football draft here. And uh, how about this, Mick? Let's pick a trailer to a a football movie, and we'll both guess how many views it has on YouTube and the closest we'll go first, something like that. Oh, come on. I trust you. Just flip a coin or something. I don't have a coin. (laughs) All right, I got a dice. I got a dice. So one I'll be uh, even odds. Okay, which one are you going to be? I don't really care. All right, I'll be odds, you're evens. Six. That's so Mick me. goes first. Mick is going to go first in Ooh. the draft Ooh. of our fictional football players from movies and TV shows. Did these come like right away to you? Oh, yes, they did, because yeah. my team has an identity. Okay. You gotta know, you've got to know what kind of team you want to be before you go out and start getting players, because... If you have a certain offensive scheme you want to run, maybe you need speed, maybe you need size. So, I've, yeah, I've got my list based on the type of team. I'm, I'm actually glad for. you're going first because I had a strategy. I, I, I've got an idea who you're going to pick at number one, and I had a strategy to kind of Well, you're go probably wrong. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> to me, I am a firm believer in the old saying that defense wins championships. Yeah. So – Yep, 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 whatever. You still don't know. <laughs> okay. With uh, my number one pick to start building the defense at linebacker from Eastern State University, the Mad Dog Alvin Mack at linebacker. Middle okay. linebacker. Nobody can trash talk better than now. You know, if they're going to be my team, they got to have a certain level of trash talk and <laughs> swagger about them. And anybody who will line up and tell the opposing team, you're the blankety-blank that knocked my sister up. You didn't think I would find you, did you, boy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All that's right. the captain of the defense, Alvin Mack. Okay. Yeah, I definitely did not think you were going to go there. Going defense with the first pick. So, now... Well, you'll have to save who you thought I was going to go with for the after hours. You can tell well, me who you... Well, I, I, I might be picking them. I don't know. Okay. We'll see here. Because, uh, see, my thought was you were going to go offense first. 
And I was thinking about that old adage of defense wins championships. So why not? I'm, I'm still going to use that strategy. I'm going to go defense with my first pick. And I'm going to take Bobby Boucher, the water boy, at number one. Well, if your football team plans on playing in the Special Olympics, you might have a shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're... Bobby Boucher does not have the football <laughs> mind. Yeah, he's simple. To lead you to a championship. Oh, he's he is so simple minded. You just tell him what to do, and he does it. And before your quarterback can get a pass off, he's in his face. You know. Well, you don't know who my quarterback's going to be, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what you got at number two? Well, taking all defense. <laughs> well, you'll just have to wait and see. I'm trying to get little tips here. No. So. Alvin Mack anchoring, you know, the linebacker position. You want somebody who can rush the quarterback from the defensive line, too. Somebody who's a vegetarian. Nose tackle from Texas State University, the Krim Reaper, Andre Krim. <laughs> Once played by the great Sinbad. Yes. Andre yes. don't eat raw meat because Andre is a vegetarian. <laughs> right, yeah. So you got Andre Krim lining up in the middle of your defensive line at nose tackle to blow a hole wide open through the offensive line for Alvin Mad Dog Mac to just kill your quarterback. Man, so you're just tearing it up here on defense. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so I'll take my quarterback. This is the guy that I thought you were going to take. But I'm going to take him uh, as my quarterback. The leader of the uh, mean machine, the ball buster himself, <laughs> Paul Crew, Mr. Burt Reynolds. I'm going to take him as my quarterback. Well, it's hard to find a better quarterback, but. That might be my only, my only weapon against your defense is to throw the ball at their crotches, you know, <laughs> three times in a row. <laughs> I don't know that the rest of my team would be okay with Paul Crew as the leader of the team as their captain because of his past of throwing games and stuff. So I, Paul crew was in my mind, but he just don't, he don't work for the team, you know, Okay. for the whole okay. team concept. Fair enough. Uh, let's see where are we going next. Um, third pick, third pick. Um, let's see. Now this, this is a good pick right here and I'm not going to have to worry about Bobby Boucher because <laughs> A good defensive team, you think back to the great defenses, 85 Bears, 2000 Baltimore Ravens, several other teams. The reason those defenses are so good is because they don't have to spend a lot of time on the field. And the reason for that is on the other side of the ball, there's a great ground and pound offense. Control the clock, just keep grinding out the yards. And I couldn't think of any better to grind out the yards than a man who once scored four touchdowns in a single game. You son of Number a bitch. Number 44 <laughs> from Polk High School, Al Bundy at running back. Yep. I had him on my list. He's going to sure. knock Bobby Boucher's block off when he tries to. <laughs> he was deprived of his career to uh, <laughs> raise a family and work at the shoe store. So he's right. hungry. If you get them straight out of high school, good pick there. Good pick. Uh, I'm kind of jealous that you took that pick. Sorry. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my. 
we've got kind of an eccentric team here. So we need somebody that's going to have fun out there, uh, catch the ball, and just uh, get the crowd going, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, at wide receiver from the uh, Arizona Cardinals, we're taking Rod Tidwell. Nice pick. He's got some attitude about him. That's right. I think he would do quite well with Paul Crew throwing him the ball. Yeah. Got a mouth on him, you know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, you talk about lighting up the crowd and stuff. There is no more exciting play in football than a great return for a touchdown. So, and special teams is very very important to a defensive team. So, with their fourth pick from the University of Alabama, the greatest return man in college football history, we select Forrest Gump. And I've got the special team, huh? (laughs) I had him on my list. Forrest Gump was a war hero, son. (laughs) I had him on my list. Very good pick. Uh, I love. I, well, I had to watch that scene again because I love it when the crowd is like, "What does the sign say?" There, he starts running sideways, and they're like, "That way, Forrest, or something." You know. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. Oh, uh, let's see, man, you're stealing my picks here. Uh where am I going to go next? This is my fourth pick. Hmm. You still not picked anybody I had on my list. Yeah. Well. You know, uh, you got two people that rush the quarterback here. I'm going to sure up my uh, my middle even more here on defense, and I'm going to take the uh, the office linebacker himself, Mister Terry Tate, mm. as my uh, my other linebacker. Boy, you <laughs> missed out on the best one in the draft, though. So we got the water boy and uh, the office linebacker Terry Tate coming at you. Oh. Not bad, not bad. Ooh, fifth pick. All my options are still here. Nobody has gone off my board. So where do I want to go? Well, a tough defensive team will only follow a tough quarterback. Uh, So we're going with a quarterback with our fifth pick. But it has to be a quarterback so tough that when he gets out of college, he joins the FBI and chases down bank robbers, and that would be Johnny Utah from Point Break. Mm-hmm. Very good. He's got the flash and the speed too. So, hmm, <laughs> man, yeah, I was running thin at running back. I had Al Bundy on there. I'd, oh shoot, let me think here. What do I want to go with? Gosh, this is the last pick already. Well, right. we'll offer you a trade. We'll trade you Al Bundy for your next two picks. I mean, <laughs> you've got to have him. Uh, let's see here. I should have chosen another quarterback. Maybe I should take two quarterbacks if you're going to be that tough on me. Well, go ahead. Oh, what the heck? Why not? So we'll have we'll have a backup quarterback here that uh, is known for his three-touchdown deficit the biggest comeback in uh, Bayside history. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yes, we're gonna go with AC Slater as the last pick. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Saved by the Bell. You remember this one where the kids kind of take over the school? Zach is the principal, and Kelly mm-hmm. is what is it? She's the history teacher, I think. And 
like forces the team to take a test and it's in the middle of the game and they're down like 21 nothing and they take the test and pass and then run out and and make a make a comeback so I would and love- AC, he could he could almost be a running back I guess since you're you know your duel with the the wrestling too so we'll see what yeah. he can do maybe he's more of a a slash player where we can plug him in where we need him I would love to see AC Slater pee on himself with Alvin Mack crowding the line, <laughs> just talking all kinds of crap about him. <laughs> Your girlfriend got hooked on drugs. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, well you was... want to keep going a few more minutes? Have you no, got we any can. More picks? <laughs> <laughs> My board's still full. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple here. It, Gosh, it's been so long since I really sat down and started watching some of these football movies. Yeah. And that was kind of the the struggle. I was like, oh, let me watch a few this week and I hadn't got a chance. So I was just picking the ones that like first came to mind and that was it. Oh, so what do you got on your board? That's, we'll keep going. Well, we how many have you got left on your board? Just a couple. Oh, well, how about I just run down who's on the board? Who's left on my board anyway? Okay. Uh, just, I had some backups in case you stole some of my players, like at linebacker Luther the Shark LeVay from uh, any given Sunday. Was he the one with the face paint? No, he was Lawrence Taylor. Oh, that's Shark. okay. Yeah. Who was the uh, guy with the face paint? I'm not sure who played that. I'm not sure what his name was. The one that, like, doped up before the game, every, every yeah. game, you know. Well, speaking of doping up, I also had Steve Latimer, defensive end from ESU. But I would only want the steroid version of Latimer, <laughs> not the one where he got off the gas and let the dude truck him into the end zone. That's not the, not the player we want. Uh, it was a tough pick between Johnny Utah and Paul Blake at quarterback from Texas State. You know, I know he's got some age on him, 41 years old, but us 40-some-year-olds, we can still go. <laughs> And he would be that veteran leadership, the cooler head prevailing. Uh, also at running back, Tim Riggins, the Dillon Panthers, Friday Night Lights, grinded out running back. I never it, watched Friday Night Lights, man. Mm, never got yeah. into it. Uh, and then who else did I have? The movie oh. or the show. And then in case I needed a really off-the-wall pick, uh, one of those picks where you're like, man, this, this player's still there. Let's take a chance. I was going to go with Gus the Kicking Mule. That place yes. kicker. Nice. So. <laughs> uh, a couple of fun ones that just kind of came to mind uh, as I'm putting the, the list together. I don't think it necessarily, uh, we know that he was a football player, but his, his helmet, when he went into steel mode, steel will from the silver Hawks was a football helmet. And gosh, if you're steel, man, he'd be like the perfect offensive lineman to uh, protect my my quarterback. Uh, so I thought about him. I think he did talk in like football lingo <laughs> at some points during the show. Uh, another one that I, I just, I don't know, it kind of came to mind. I'm trying to think of uh, essentially like cartoon characters and stuff too. I didn't want to leave them out. And you remember, of course, Bazooka from G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't think he it, it was ever known what position he played. Well, it wasn't but, that he played position, but he was from the Boston area, and that 14 jersey was a uh, tribute to, to his favorite player, um, played for the Patriots. Uh, uh, shoot. 
he come in in relief in Super Bowl twenty. Steve Grogan. Okay. That was his football hero in the. I had not I heard all that, but G. I. anyway, I was thinking, well, what position could Bazooka play if he was a football player? And since he shoots bazookas, you know, he'd know like the trajectory of the ball. So I think he could have been a quarterback. You know. Well, he wasn't smart enough to be a quarterback. <laughs> well, when you got wa- the water boy on the other side, and I was now, I was thinking about I taking a... Forrest Gump too. So that would have been a very a fun team to coach. We should have came up with a coach too. Well, I'll go with uh, Don Knotts from the from Gus. <laughs> no, no, it's hard to. You can train a donkey. Yeah, heck yeah, you can train Forrest Gump. I believe I would hire a man who kind of felt like he got the shaft, and that would be Coach Yost from Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. he was going into the Hall of Fame anyway, so you know he was a good coach, but then because of issues, he had to take the assistant coach position. And I believe after a year of doing that, I believe he would have been ready for a new challenge, like a professional mm-hmm. football team. Of course, you also had Coach Hayden Fox from Coach, who eventually worked his way up to the NFL. That's right. He would have been a good one. He seems too hot-headed. I don't believe he would make it in 2021. He would do something to get canceled by somebody. He'd hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> Maybe I'll take uh, like Matthew McConaughey from We Are Marshall or something. Yeah, good coach there, too. Of course, he didn't know a lot of, about football either. You know, He had to learn the veer, which is right. about as simple as an offense as you can run. <laughs> But, you know, Coach Herman Boone runs split veers, you know. Oh, I thought of another one for, uh, see, a wide receiver or special teams. Have you seen the movie uh, Invincible? Oh, he was I special guess, teams. I yeah. guess he was, that's more based on a real person, but, mm-hmm. yeah, get Marky Mark on the team. What about Rudy? And I thought about Rudy, too, but, man, he's small. Yeah. And he, he was only in for one play, so. Two. Was it he two? Was okay. Two plays, yeah. <laughs> He was in on the kickoff, and then he sacked the. That's right. Yeah, the that's sack right. never happened in real life. So. Right, right. Yeah, I thought about that just for you know, give your team a little heart. Uh, yeah. Well, even Vince would be a good one for that. You know, uh, the oldest rookie in NFL history, wasn't he? Something like so, that. So, yeah, eh, they're coming to me. They're coming to me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, also uh, instead of Gus kicking the football out. I wanted to go with Nigel the leg from the replacements because dude could mm-hmm. just drill one from 70 yards out. And then, you know, when you're running the defensive team, sometimes you're playing close score games. You you right. need a very dependable kicker who's going to get you the three whenever you can get them. That's right. Or you could go for looks and take, you know, Kathy Ireland from, uh, <laughs> from necessary roughness, right? <laughs> yeah. You get a little. Uh... Do something to lose ownership of the team if I had her. <laughs> I'd probably say something inappropriate or, you know, yeah, don't, don't know. <laughs> something bad would probably happen. Well, let's run down our list one more time here before we jump back in the time machine. All right. Middle linebacker, captain of the defense, Alvin Mack, Andre Krim at nose tackle, Al Bundy at running back, Forrest Gump at special teams in return, and Johnny Utah at quarterback. That's pretty fun. That's a pretty fun team. I had I didn't even think you were gonna go for uh, Al Bundy. Uh, I was all set to take him. I've got so, an eye for talent. <laughs> so I had the uh, the Water Boy, Paul Crew at 
quarterback, we had uh, Rod Tidwell at wide receiver, Terry Tate as the other linebacker there, and then AC Slater as my uh, my whatever guy. We'll we'll plug him in wherever we need him. He's like Cordell Stewart, right? He may line up at receiver, quarterback, running back, yeah, defensive back, around. special teams. Yeah. Well, that was fun, man. That was awesome. That was a if good, people uh, want to, they can hit us up on Twitter at TRN Social and let us know who they think uh, would have a better record in their first year with the teams they drafted. <laughs> let us know some other players, too, that maybe you have, would have picked uh, in your draft that we missed. Because I'm sure there's a lot out there. We left, uh, we left even though we went through uh, a few more players there at the end to fill up a full team you know we need a, a bunch more so yeah okay well let's uh let's jump back in the time machine we'll uh, head back to the present time and see what's coming up in after hours today All right, we are back in the present time. Hope you enjoyed our jumping around in time this week as we drafted our favorite fictional football players, or maybe not our favorites, but uh, ones that we would draft and uh, as a new team. And uh, like Mickey said, you can tell us how we did over there on Twitter, at TRN Social. You can also tag our personal accounts, at RD80s and at Yesterdayville. Tell us which team you think would do better in their first year as far as the win column goes. Also, if you use Apple Podcasts, leave us a quick star rating or review this week. We appreciate you uh, helping us climb up the charts there so we can reach some new listeners. And uh, coming up in After Hours, what do we got, Mick? Well, we're going to keep the football theme going. I have a list here for us to debate of the top ten football movies of all time. Hmm, okay. That will definitely fit in with uh, everything we're talking about. And Yeah, I also wanted to throw in there, uh, like we love to do little food reviews and stuff i spun the doritos roulette this week tell you my experience with that also in after hours so that is coming up later today at uh 6 p.m over there on patreon is when our after hours podcast drops each week so head on over there if you are not subscribed uh would love to have you as a vip and get to interact with you on the vip lounge as well lots of good chatter uh this week so For Mickey, this is Jason. We thank you so much for listening to the TRN Time Machine, and we will see you in time. Do you hear them people yelling? Yeah, I ain't worried about it. Okay. Screw it. All right. <laughs> it's a family show. Here we they go. can hear the families. Yeah, no kidding. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>